Hello, y'all, and welcome back to, you already know what it is, this is Burn and Touch the City podcast, hottest podcast on the block, no pun intended, because I did say Burn earlier, thank you for tuning in again, we are on episode 15, aka Mario Chalmers, you know, <laughs> just a, a nice little solid off the bench, or actually a starting point guard, you know, good for the three. And nah, he, 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 he was a one, facts, yeah, he was a starting one, one, and yeah, he, he got some, one. yo, that, those years when the Heat were like the Heatles, yo, that boy could play a little bit. I, I, I give, I give Thomas his respect. I give him yeah. his respect. Yeah. Him and let's Norris see. Cole. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Oh, he's shooting forty percent those fucking seasons. He's shooting 40 percent from three. Yeah. Now he's just yeah, and that was that was like the onset of the three point era. I would say like the the Heatles and the Spurs. I want to say like with those finals where they were putting up like historic numbers of threes. I think Danny Green literally was one of the leaders of NBA Finals made threes. At one point, that's how many threes they were shooting when the Spurs yeah. and the Heat were going back to back that year. Yeah, because um, yo, we forget yeah. uh, him, Shane Battier, Mike Miller off the bench. Like they really had Bruh, shooters. Straight up three and D team. That was it. It was a straight up three and D team with two playmakers, LeBron and D Wade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that show was crazy. Wow. Yeah, it yeah. was really it was really driving kick city. Yeah. But uh, anyways, but, uh, so you already know what it is. So, city, touch the city. <laughs> touch the city. It's your boy, Fax Mercury. And of course, I'm always joined by the legendary man himself. You already know your boy, Twin4K, back in the flesh. And, you know, ready to get get it popping for you guys. Turn up on the pod, you know what I'm saying? So let's, let's, let's just jump right into it. So mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on? You know, it's uh, this, you know, this, this, this what is, is this? This is a yeah. It's this wild. It's a wild, wild um, time. You know, this is what week four of June already. Wow, I can't even believe it. It's uh, about to be July. We, yeah, we're recording today after Father's Day because yesterday was Father's Day. Happy yeah. Father's Day out to Happy all Father's the pops Day. out there. How was your How was your Father's Day? I mean, you're not a father. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not a father. I mean, I'm a, a dog parent. I kind of celebrated with trunks, I guess, but then I got my ass right back outside and uh was under the car actually so I, I celebrated with some good old hard labor uh you know i spoke to my pops we did celebrate virtually unfortunately um i didn't get to see him in person but it's so funny because we actually did a zoom call literally that saturday like um you know i know i've told you and i've spoken about it on the podcast before yes but uh we usually have that monthly you know worldwide hey family let's get together if you're a bachelor and hop on zoom and, um, you know, it was pretty dope. You know, actually, I got to see my uncle from London. He pulled up for the first time. One of my, I actually have two uncles in London. So one of them pulled up, my oh, uncle sure. Larry and my uncle Richard. So he pulled up. That was pretty dope to see. Uh, you know, and I got to chop it up with my pops. You know, they, they tried to make me host the next meeting. I don't know if I'm with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a lot of responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Because your boy, he be coming in a little too blizzy sometimes. You know what I mean? Or, I might have a, a glass of that vino in front of me and I'll be sipping on cold just to relax and, you know, not be as uptight because, um, you know, and I don't want to get too far off topic, at least with my week. But, you know, growing up, like I've told you guys, you know, I've, I've never had at least that extremely open relationship with my family. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of it has just been um, there's an order of respect. There's really like a system to being a Nigerian. Unfortunately, that is kind of what it is. It's either you buy into it or you don't. I buy into it to some degree because I love my family. You know, I'm just one of those people. Um, you know, like pretty much what happens is that you just learn to respect 
the hell out of all your cousins. You respect anybody that realistically has more than a two-year age gap than you. Like, my sister is three years older than me. I look at her at some points in my life as my mother. Like, she she that has taken care of me to that degree. So, you know, if, if it's more than that two- to three-year age gap, it's incredibly crazy. So, you know, I get on the call. Realistically, me and Toon are probably the closest in age besides, you know, some of my younger cousins that I see as, like, my younger cousins. You understand? So it's kind of like... It's really weird. It's always been weird. So, you know, when I get on there now, I just be, you know, I try, I try to chill out, get a glass of wine, wine and sit, uh, fucking, you know, chill out. So, you know, I did that. We was on Zoom, kicked it with my pops. Uh, fast forward to yesterday, midday, you know, I'm under the car. I was doing wifey's uh, uh, BMW. I was fucking working on her brakes all day. Uh, literally, the rear brakes was its own process, you know, because they have brake sensors, too. It's so funny. This car is from 2011. I drive a, a 2017. We, we And they're both luxury cars, but that shit is so crazy. My car don't come with half of the systems that come in her older car because that's wow. that BMW and that German shit. It's advanced yeah. technology. I really give them their respect. Um, so, you know, we I'm, I'm in there doing the fucking back of the brakes or whatever, and that shit is a stuck. So I had to like WD forty. I was hammering at it, heating it up, having to drive it around with like, if not no lug nuts, one lug nut. It was just pretty crazy. And like that was just one process of its own rear brakes. And I was missing certain screws. There's two different screws for the front and the rear on the. It's it's, it's incredible. Like you think Apple is crazy, BMW is just as crazy, just for cars. So it's just like, you know, I was dealing with that. And then even today, it spilled on into today. I had to do the front. And I'm I'm kind of in the process of doing a lot of work. I got to still do an oil change on it. I got to do the coolant. Um, still working on painting some different part, car parts. So, like, you know, the three the three series is about to come along. You know, if anybody got me on the gram, I'm about to have to start blasting that for a little bit. So definitely tune in there. Um, I was doing that. And, you know, that has pretty much at least been my week. Uh, weekend, I want to say. My week has really been non-climactic, though. I mean, I, I went to work, uh, did a lot of fucking troubleshooting on site and... Um, in Canarsie, one of the fucking Optimum stores, their internet service completely went out. So I got called in to uh, go into the server room and I had to work with the network engineering team. And we were like, just like, I couldn't even understand it. I don't even know what ended up happening, ended up fixing it. They fixed it without me, thank God. So, uh, you know, yeah, that was pretty much my week and my weekend in, what, five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Hey, listen, this business, don't talk your shit, yo. Or you felt yeah, that talk you my shit. talk your shit. Yeah, man. And I left out mad shit. Fuck out of here. No, I can say that. <laughs> uh, uh, shit. Um, so my week was, uh, let's see. Well, one, my Father's Day, um, my dad offered to pick us up, take us to Staten Island. So that's why, I mean, if not, I was not taking public transportation there because I would just like defeat the purpose of social distancing. Social uh, distancing, yeah. So he was like, I'll just pick you guys up. So I was like, all right. So we did that, went over. Um, my dad's, a, you know, he's, how old is my dad now? He's going, oh, shit, he's turning 60 this year. Um, Ooh, big 6-0. Yeah, big 6-0. Shout out Pops. Wow, that's um, crazy. My Pops is the same age. Yo, that's cr- crazy. Yeah, wow. 60. My dad's born the 60 July 60. Um, So he's he just be chilling. So he's just like, I just want to order Italian food. Like, just want to have my kids here. Like, that's it. Like, nothing crazy. Um, So that we did just that. And then we went to Rouse and got ice cream. It's just mad funny. So I've never been out and had food since this entire pandemic. So I'm about to eat the ice cream <laughs> through the mask. <laughs> I got mad stains on the front of the mask because I was like, what the fuck? How did it not go inside my mouth? <laughs> 
Yo, that's <laughs> that's bad, funny. On. I was like, yo. And then I just felt so like guilty. Wait, you wasn't blizzy? You wasn't you wasn't high you did that? Nah, yeah. Like it just oh, like, yo, I, I forget, forgot. Cause I had the cloth mask. Like I'm not the cloth mask, like the surgeon's mask. So they're so light, honestly. Mm, yeah. Just, you, you know, you'll forget, honestly. Yeah, I'll forget. And like I'm so used to wearing them because I'll do walks with them shits on. So I have it on for like hours at a time sometimes. Um but I did did this. I was like, man, what the hell? So I pulled it down to eat, and then I felt guilty. I just felt like, oh, like I'm I'm breathing real air out in the open to eat this fucking <laughs> ice cream. Like, is this really worth this? Is this how I'm gonna go out over some fucking yeah. ice cream? <laughs> over some but, ice cream. That's you know. Imagine I catch Rona this way. Like, <laughs> yeah, like bro, are you kidding me? So, but anyways, I was able to get through that. So that was a it was an enjoyable time. You know, we we're out in the backyard. It was good weather. It's actually fucking hot on Sunday. I, I couldn't believe it. But like, I check the temperature. I'm like 82. I'm like, this this is a fucking lie. I tell you right now. This is so like 95, 90. bro. Yeah, I was, I like, was wow. bro. I changed 10 shirts in between yesterday and today. And I'm telling you, I was drenched every time. So I don't know what that was about. Um, but the rest of the week was, um, it was pretty all right. I mean, just chilling. I mean, I've just been home making music. Uh, yeah, I mean, the music thing is probably like the biggest thing I focus on. Because um, it's been, you know, I have like ups and down kind of weeks where, you know, I'm feeling super creative and every day I'm just trying something on it. Other weeks or a few weeks, I don't go by on it. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm just built that way. I'm not like the type of person I know, you know, with craft, they, there's a certain level of, you have to put your hours in. You want to make it a discipline to like enforce. But I feel Mm -hmm. like if I, it it makes me worse when I do that, when I just keep trying something for the sake of not having it or to try to say, I'm going to get it this way. The only time I can avoid that is like maybe, I'm like physically doing something like if I bring out my little keyboard physically, you know, uh, being able to touch the keys might bring something out different than how if I just use the mouse and keyboard. That's the only time. But again, if that shit don't hit, I'm done after 20 minutes. Like, all right, it's not happening today. I can't. Yeah, I don't like. Nah, I, I agree. Yo, honestly, I think that's why we're. I mean, we're so much alike. Honestly, that's why we're friends. Like, you know, what I'm saying a lot. Like, we're different, but alike in a lot of ways. And that's why I'm like, yo, I really fuck with this dude, Justice. Like, and yo, I'm the same way. Like, yo, when it comes to photography or videography, even car work. Like, when I tell you, I've had those breaks sitting in my house now for over a month. Like, it's literally a hobby of mine to want to get under the car and put myself through physical abuse. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I literally enjoy doing that because, you know, a lot of my brothers, I mean, say a lot of my brothers, I have three brothers, you know, I, I ain't never seen them get under a car. You know, even my father, like my father was very rarely did he want to get under a car by himself. He used to call my uncle, who is a, a mechanic in Trenton. He works for the, the city of Trenton. Um, and he fucking... Loved used to come in over to Staten Island. My dad would get him a couple of beers. They both just get drunk outside and work on the bends. So, like, you know, I, I I guess I've gotten that from my dad. Like, you know, just that desire of, like, you know, you know, you want to get under, like, a car. But, like, I don't get that every single day. And the same way I get photography, I got that from Shola. To, for, to pretty much, I'll be honest with you. I, I got a lot of what I get from photography from Shola. But, like, hobby-wise, though, like, it doesn't want to like come out of me unless it's really there. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not like yo, you can just make it come out of you. Like people be like yo, come take photos for me. And it's like yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. Like I don't want to shit on my skill. If you if you book me, I'm gonna kill your photos. Period. Like I'm that's who I am. But it, it's shit, like man. I don't want. Yeah, you exactly. Yeah, you, you know will, what I'm saying? You will, you know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit. But um, niggas um, you you know I don't really 
personally love going to just take photos every day. Like I, that to me is a true photographer. I respect those people. Like I'm like, yo, bro, you have that desire to create fire every day. Like I love that. And I, you know, I, I, I don't want to say I wish because I've kind of gotten to a place with both all of my my uh, hobbies. Acceptance. Like, you accept creative. that you're not like that. Ex- you know exactly. Because, see, you accept yo, it. see, I because I see other producers and yo every day they're just making shit. I'm like, bro, like a party. Like I wish I could be like that, honestly. <laughs> But yeah. I'm kind of okay so, or generally okay with not being that way, you know? Like, I'm just maybe yeah. not built for that. Like, some part of you wants exactly. to be like, yo, like, the discipline to do it every day is great. And, like, it sounds like you're always making hot shit. But I know, like, it, it would not have the same effect for me. So it's like, all right, like, damn. You you quickly are like, damn, I'm tight. And then you're like, you know what? Nah, I'm okay, you know? <clears throat> exactly, so, yeah, no. Nah. And, and that's really just, like... You know, my whole like thing, like, you know, you come to accept it just like you said, and you're like, all right, like, you know, I, I know I have like tons of content that I create and, and like, you know, I, I look at it myself and I'm like, oh, wow, like, you know, maybe this would hit off and, you know, I, I might let off Lucy's once in a while and it rings off and I'm just like, you know, it, it'll put me in that bag that I'm like, yo, you know what, like, let me share with the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get in a mode where I want to share. And then, you know, coronavirus gets real bad. And like, I'm like, yo, fuck everything right now, man. Two weeks of fucking nothing now. Three yeah, months of nothing. nothing. Like, I'm not doing nothing. Yeah. Bro, like, the George Floyd you know, shit like, happened fun. And I just was like, I'm not making music for some weeks. Bro. I immediately was like, Son, I, there's no way yo. I could possibly focus. I could barely play games. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to focus on anything. I can't. I exactly. just can't. You barely everything can. was like, honestly. I used to t- I, I turned I used to turn on Warzone every day, and I kid you not. Even with with Jock, bro, I'll be honest with you. In the last two weeks, I think we've literally only got maybe two to three wins in Warzone, and I think he got one. He probably played solo, but literally with me, we've only won maybe three times, and that is literally just the mood of the situation. It's, it's not the game is hard or nothing. It's like sometimes we just find ourselves, and I'm not gonna lie, I be sitting here to myself. I'm like, man, fuck this. I don't even feel like playing this game. Like, but, like, you know, I'm trying to say, like, I'm, um, I'm disinterested. I'm just playing the game. That's to be entirely honest, bro. That's why I haven't even been streaming. I don't know if anybody's realized, but on Twitter, I have not been throwing up my link. It's, it's just because it's hard to just want to get on the camera and act when, you know, you look over to the left. I'm checking my Twitter feed and I'm seeing police brutality. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody should possibly- be seeing that on their feed. You know, like, yeah. I just can't, uh, I, there's no way I can, you know, sit there, create something, be happy about it right now. I just, I can't. Yeah. You or feel like you're joy. really, I, yeah. Maybe uh-huh. it's maybe that's not a good thing to feel like guilty of be having joy in this time. But like a part of me is just like you know, like I should be hurting or I am hurting about this. And it's like also like uh, you're right. you feel it, it almost makes you hyper aware of a privilege of like it's literally like oh shit, I'm somebody's dead and I'm alive. It's almost like I a like, little like, survivor's guilt. You know, like you're almost like yeah. bro, how can I take joy? Like I'm alive. That should be good enough, apparently. And yeah. so you're just like, yo, oh, like, oh I can't enjoy because so like, it, it, the mortality hits you, and you're like, wow, I'm alive. Somebody's dead, and you know, especially I'm just in the fucking dicking of, around. I'm dicking around, and especially in the George Floyd <laughs> situation, where if you watch the video and how triggering that shit is, but also like, you, he's calling for his, his mother who passed away. Like this, you you watch somebody die, and they knew they were gonna die. So it's like, holy Oof. shit! Like you can't, Jesus uh, you know, everything just gets shot into perspective. Because you're like, wow, like th- this person did not expect this day to go. But in these eight minutes showed a certain amount of courage to say, you know what? Like, I'm I'm about to die. Like, so I need to, you know, you know, that are, are that have to come to grips with that. 
So it's like for me, it's yeah. like, yo, I, I got to be, you know, I'm just alive. You know, that that's good enough for me right now. Like, I just can't move mm-hmm. to that next stage of like moving past that right now. You know, like you got to yeah. take a certain level of like, OK, that's the setback. And like, I'm alive. I'm allowed to do other things. But for those mm-hmm. th- those, you know, certain amount of time, like it's paralyzing, like trying to ex- move on. Yeah. Oh my God. Yo, you really, Sean, you are speaking facts right now. It's so crazy. Facts. Mercury is talking facts. No joke. Like this shit is so crazy off top. He's not even playing. Cause I honestly, I don't even feel like I love where this conversation is going because we dead ass did not even plan for this conversation. That's nah, the fire part. So it's literally like, yo, the way I've been feeling anytime I'm trying, like, I, yo, literally I built my new PC. I've kind of taken pictures. I've even shown it to the gram. Yeah, I've seen it. So it's kind of like, I literally filmed a video of me building it. I have a whole fucking video, like, of just how I built it and things like that. And, you know, I, I do that a lot, bro. I pick up my camera and I start filming. Filming like I'm a YouTuber. Like, I would, like, love to be. I would love to be that transparent. Love to be that open and, and, and just ignorant sometimes to just what's going on. And, you know, like, and, and I don't know. Like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes to me it comes off as just being a shitty person, if I'm just being honest. Like, you know, you're not really addressing yeah. everything that's going on around you. You're, it's it, it takes a level of self arrogance. It really, really does. Like, and you know whether it's right or it's wrong. You know, I'm not the one to judge. I don't like judging. I personally still follow those people. I would look. I would, you know, even support them. I'm not against it because I understand reality. You know, it's a, it's really when you come to accept reality and understand. Like, all right, okay. Like, so, I, I mean, example. Like, I'm not gonna lie. When Kobe died. Like that shit really hurt me. It it was so yeah. strange. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, yo, I, was, I was fucking horrified, crying, bro. I was I was yeah, mortified. I, like that was like one of the yeah, few yeah. times I was legitimately mortified. Like literally, yeah. my heart sank, and I was like, oh, like I was yeah, just like, like it was, you it was know, bad. like you get that constant nervous, like your anxiety's through the roof. My anxiety was through the fucking yeah. roof, and I was just like almost like shaking the whole day, like trying to move on with my day because I'm like, mm-hmm. no, 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 like that. There's no way that can be true. You're like in denial. And so you're trying to move on. But then, you know, mm-hmm. I can't. I'm glued to Twitter. It's like I try to play a game and then for five for I'll play a game for five minutes. But then the next 20 minutes, I'm on my phone again, trying to figure out what's going on and then try to do something else for five minutes. And then again, on my phone for like 20 trying minutes, because it was just, you know, like you you're in denial. But at the same time, you're like, I need to know if this is true or not. And when yeah, it, it and just, it, like, it, you were like, oh my God. And then once you knew it was true, you were like, no way. You're, it was still just like, what? Like, what world am I living in that Kobe yeah. Bryant Oh is man, dead that, shit, that shit really broke in me, that bro. Fashion. I was like, in, yeah, in a like, tragic a, accident with his in daughter. In a tragic accident with his daughter, bro. I was oh like, yo, I was horrified. I was mortified. So, I cried. Like, I cr- yo, real rap, I cried for like four or five days straight. And I'll just, that's just me being honest. That's not even me exaggerating. And anybody who knows me and seen me cry is, I'm, when I tell you, it's very rare. And like, it's so rare. I don't even know. Justice, have you seen me cry? I don't even know. Yeah, maybe. I don't think you've seen me cry. Like, maybe. yo, I'm telling you, maybe, you, may, you maybe, you might have. I'll, I'll be honest, you might have. Maybe you and Josh maybe on a, a Lucy one day. Because yeah. I'm telling you, the only pe- people that I literally, I maybe have cried to have literally has less than two hands. And Two hands is even stretching it. That's how kind of how I remember it. Maybe it's too much weed, I'll be honest. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, two hands, I'm pretty sure it's probably accurate. And uh-huh. I want to wrap up that point by just saying fucking, you know, 
like it really destroyed me to the point though where I just couldn't do shit, man. Like just when when Kobe died, and then like you know you wake up to the like. Every day, this is what your mentality turns out to be. It's like, all right, yo, not only am I alive, but like, you know, I need to like be doing the things like in the light of the way Kobe would have wanted me to, or like, all right, should I live with George Floyd? So you see, like, I feel like with the Kobe situation, I feel like I had that energy, but now with this George Floyd situation, it's so strange. Like, I don't have this mama mentality where it's like, all right, now let me make sure to pursue all my goals. Because I feel like I was really in a stride. I'm not going to lie. Like, that shit really motivated me to try and live my best life because of COVID. Yeah. Like, random as fuck. But, like, when you see this police brutality, this shit is deflating, bro. Especially when the me- message now is, all right, if it really isn't about black progression, we don't want to see it right now. And I'm not going to front. Like, yeah. to some degree, I-, I entirely agree with it. I agree with that notion. So who do I look like to go on Instagram story and, uh, you know, Instagram posts. And, you know, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it, but that's literally why I be going ghost, bro. Like, because that shit is like, I don't I don't understand. Like, I could tweet. To me, I could fire up some tweets. That's whatever. That's some that's words. Like, it's like texting the internet. Yeah. But, you know, when I'm doing these photos and, you know, like video, like, I don't know. I, like, I don't need to see what's going on like that, bro. I'm literally staring at the news feed of Black Lives Matter. That's all I've been doing the last, yeah. like, it's at least a month or two. Easily. Uh, for us, we're confronting mortality. And it's like, again, you know, like uh, this year, I think that's why this year for me has been particularly stressful because it's just been a constant reminder of our mortality. And I feel mm-hmm. like, uh, I think that's all right. I feel like I really figured something out and I hope I'm not like tooting my own horn. But I feel like, mm-hmm. all right, this is way off on a tangent, but I have to say it anyways. I feel nah, like, go off, go off, since. Bro. Since okay, since like 2014, maybe all right, since like Ferguson or even what's like the 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 Boston bombing, even mm-hmm. I'll go far back like that. Um or no, what was or Aurora, Colorado, I'll say the shooting that happened in Aurora, Colorado. I feel like the kids and us are the way we're growing up right now is that we keep getting reminded of more of of our mortality. And I feel like that you lose the innocence of childhood. So this is why like the older generations basically have had the opportunity, you know, with varying degrees, depending on how you were raised and X, Y, and Z. But I feel like now we're facing so much more horrific mortal events. And so kids and us were being reminded of that way more than we've used to, or way more than a previous generation might have been, you know what I'm saying? Uh So I feel like, it, it carries a certain, you know, it, it, that's not supposed to happen. You no know, one feels like we're being robbed of something, you know, like in at 17 and stuff like that. You know, you're not supposed to be thinking about uh, uh, how much, you know, you might die or something. You feel invincible in high school. You feel like, you know, your life yeah. isn't, hasn't even begun. But there's no way that you can die. You know, you're not thinking you're about death? death. Excuse me? 18? So now it's nah, just like, you know, you have kids in schools having to be taught school shootings. Like, yo, I can come to school and get shot. Out of nowhere. And we weren't necessarily thinking about that beforehand. And it feels like, you know, that and, you know, kids having that reminder amongst everything else going on, you know, it's just like one slap in the face that it could all go at any time. And for better or worse, it's just we have to mature faster because of it. So I feel like that's why Mm -hmm. everyone or all of our generation feels so fucking tired. It feels like we're way older than we need to be because we've had to fucking grow up four to five times. Every year because of some crazy shit that happened, you know, and we had to overcome yeah. it. The only way to overcome it was like, you know what? That was some crazy shit and find ways to deal with it. 
And so I know for me, like I, I try to laugh a lot of shit off personally. You know, that's my response to trauma a lot of the times. It's just like I, I gotta laugh it off. Like I have to laugh yeah. at the absurdity because if I confront it, you know, like it's just so much. So like my first instinct is just laugh. Like even if there's a certain yeah. point, like I'll get so mad and then I just stop and laugh. Cause I'm like, there's no way I'm I'm wasting this much energy doing this. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, feel like, no, you know, it just it, leads us to having yeah. so many different, like, you know, experiences. Oh. No, yeah, I think you're spitting real, like, truth there. There's, like, there's a lot of truth to what you said, because, you know, you really consider even, like, our, like our generation specifically, like, when you look at, what is it, I think the Gen Y or whatever the new one is, the Centennials, yeah. I don't know what they're called, but um, those kids, like, they've pretty much maybe even more so worse than us. I'll be honest, like, because I think we do deal with a lot of it. Like, you think about from our childhood, you know, 94, you know, I'm born. I think the first tragedy I remember really, really happening was, like, Aaliyah dying on an airplane, bro. And I was just like, whoa, like, okay. Yeah, like, I I don't even remember. Actually, was that early thousands or before the thousands? I don't even remember, actually. 2000 or 99? Because I, it was, she died on my birthday, unfortunately. So I remember, like, oh. early in the morning, like, my sister, like, in tears, crying because she had died. And then mm-hmm. in the same day, happy birthday. <laughs> so I think yeah. I was only, like, five or six. Oh, shit. And, I mean, you know, I was only trying to go from, like, 2010, but I could go far back. It's fucking 9-11, you know? Okay, I, exactly. You see, boom, you, you hit it just on the head, bro, because I mean, 01 in August she died. And then uh, 9-11 right after, it was just kind of, like, like, what? The, like, what? Like, and I think for us, though, it's different because we look we're when we look back on it, it's like, whoa, now we're starting to see like how fucking crazy it really was. Because like, you know, yeah. and like seeing how like I look back and I'm like, yo, I feel the terror of that day. Now yeah. if I was there like I was experiencing it. But now I see it through like my parents eyes and like people down the street. Like I see it. The fear as an adult when you can understand the world and the implications of what the fuck is going on. You know, like as a kid, you're like, damn, wow. that's tragic. But you yeah. didn't understand like, yo, people are dying. Like now it's going back. Yo, and like, holy yo, shit. Like, holy shit. Yo, you like, just opened another lens to that. Yeah, that's crazy. Because, I, you know, imagine right now, God forbid, I'm not even going to speak it into existence. But if you were 25 or 26 or at the time of, and you just watch the World Trade Center go down. Like, imagine what the fuck would happen. What like, yo, I would have a heart that? attack. I think. Like, yo, I, my I would, like, my dad was like, <laughs> "This shit is, this is it. Like, we're about to go to fucking World War Three. Like, there's, there's no way this shit is gonna change. You know, like it's ever gonna be the same." I remember my yeah, mother like, crying. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Honestly, like, I actually was listening to you. My bad. I, I was agreeing with you. That's the mumbling here. <laughs> like, uh, what else? Um, from that day, I, like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I was working. I used to work in Jersey City in, like, 2013, 2014. Or I would occasionally go mm-hmm. to Jersey City because I would work between Jersey City, like, uptown or midtown New York and then down on Wall Street. So when I was work, I would go to Jersey City. I went... I was going in that day, September 11th, I think it was it was 2013. And I was waiting for the PATH train at 846 when the first plane hit. And I literally was like, yo, what if this was on 2001, September 11th? I would literally be right below the fucking towers as they got oh, hit. Sheesh. And then end up going to work and be stranded at work watching them in fucking horror like the, and i would literally be right across the water from the shit 
So I would be right next to the shit practically. I would, you know, I'd be like a mile because I think the Hudson River is like a mile wide or some shit like that. But I'd see it and mm-hmm. have a full view and be like, oh shit, I'm going to have to sleep at work or some shit and try to, you know, I guess it would take some days for me to get back. But like just the severity of like, holy shit. And like, yeah. Know. Nah, that's a, fa- like, bro, that's so, it's so scary to me now because it's the same thing. I mean, I worked in Jersey City, first job out of college. And, um, you know, they had us downtown, literally exchanged place. Like, I literally had a clear shot view of the World Trade Center, one tra- uh, World Trade. So if I, if the two towers, ta- if all the towers were standing there, like, I literally would have watched planes flying straight into buildings. Like, that's terrifying. Like, that's definitely yeah. terrifying um, to think. And, you know, like, it, I guess you're right. Like, you know, when you, you put that lens on it, it does make it feel that much worse right now. Because I guess, you know, with the, a lot of the school shootings, it's so strange. Like, I know there's some horror to it. I guess it's because now, yeah, you can, like, you know, I, I don't even know. I don't know. I I, I, I guess I horror. still do feel somewhat. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a horror situation in both, like, generations where, and I don't, you know, I don't want to get into, like, millennials versus the new age. Yeah. Who's ha- going to have a worse exper- experience as far as trauma goes? Because we're all, like, suffering some form of trauma from this shit. This shit is crazy. Like, you know so, what it is? I would tell, mm-hmm. I would tell you the difference. We experienced like a global, not necessarily a global catastrophe, but something that had implications on the world in a far greater sense that it's like, yo, this this matters to a lot, not a lot more, but it's basically global versus national. Like kids are experiencing yeah, okay. national tragedies. And that's domestic, not- yeah, Very domestic, homegrown issues. Right. Yeah. So it's different because it's like, yo, this is fear at home. And while it was ours, it was like fear abroad. You know, I mean, obviously the government fed us shit to say, you know, it was the, the, the you know, the Afghans, but it was a global thing. Like the retaliation was to go invade another country, basically start a war, as opposed to yeah. this is at home. You know, we're dealing with this shit in our backyard. So it's just, yeah. you know, it's, it's just two different scenarios. So they're both, one happened, but one is like a, a sustained amount. Like you constantly have to worry about it. One is more yeah. of a paranoia, you know? One is like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. The other one is like, I got to you be on my toes. Because you never know. Yeah. Because <laughs> you never know. Exactly. No, uh, yeah, they, that that is definitely true. To, I, I agree with that um, sentiment. Because any of you experience, like, ex, like consider the fact that, um, a lot of these crazy shootings that just be happening even in public. Like, bro, we got to deal with that shit too now. Like, it's just, it's yeah. like, you know, I have PTSD. I'm scared, bro. I'm not, I don't see myself going to a concert ever again. Like, I just, nah. I, I, it's just not nah. like, bro, I can't be in no crowd in Vegas and get shot up from some dude from a tower. He's not yeah, even in your vicinity, that, but he's, he's, another he's one. in there. Like, I don't know, man. I, <sighs> it's just so, I don't, even, I don't even know how we end. I don't even know how we ended here, bro, but I'm so depressed. I want to move on. All right, we're moving on, yo. <laughs> yeah, let's no, jump into... Uh... I'm, I just be so depressed all the time that, like, I shrug it off easy. But, like, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm at a point now I could talk about it and just be like, listen. Like, I'm generally misanthropic. Like, fuck humans. Fuck this world, you know? Like, I'm generally yeah. like, nah, there's no hope. Like, we either got to burn all this shit down and start again. So, like, I'm just mm-hmm. naturally like, hey, look, this world is fucked up. But it is depressing, you know? Like, you know, it's hard nah, to talk. Yeah, it's a very depressing. Yeah, it's I a like very to depressing. confront it because that's one mm-hmm. that's going to help you through it. If you try to act like everything's cool, you're going to fucking break down. You got to mm-hmm. confront nah, that that's, shit. That's, that's a fact. That's a fact. And I think it actually causes a lot of, like, and you just, like, don't know how to handle it when it comes, I guess. Like, I yeah, guess. like you know, exactly. if you have expectation for it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's... 
You know what I mean? Like, if you, I always say, if you expect the worst, then you feel good when you see it. Honestly, you really do. Like, you, you don't act surprised. It won't catch you off guard. You know what I mean? You were expecting it, and you understood it to some degree. I would so, say smile, because you know, if I expect fucking a horrible tragedy to happen, and then the horrible tragedy happens, then I'll be oh, like, no, oh, yeah, hell no. But I know what you mean. Nah, yeah, in you in certain scenarios, yeah. you're like, okay, <laughs> you know, I expected the worst, and you're like, all right, cool. I, you know, that's, that was the yeah. worst. The worst could be like, all right, um, I don't I get fired from my job or some crazy shit, as opposed to they write me up for, I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Um, yeah. But all right, let's <laughs> jump into the meat uh, of today's episode. Um, so the NBA is, they're really doing this shit. They really oh, yeah. start oh. back up. You oh, know, yeah, it's, nah, it's Fendi. It's, it's they, really they about to get it crazy. Yeah, they, they about oh. to start the NBA back up, at least with the uh, going onset and the opening of what, like phase two in general. A lot yeah. of people have been opening up to phase two. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going through phase two, which is professional, not professional. Uh, yeah, it's like barbers and shit. More places opening. So basically, everybody's trying to reopen again and get shit started. And I don't know why the fuck they're doing that again. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's, it's a really dangerous, like, like it's just very dangerous because and, and the reason why I'm bringing this up because I know we're speaking about the NBA. NBA wants to continue on in Florida, but with this phase two situation going off and popping off everywhere, um, a lot of people getting infected again. I mean, you know, a lot of people. I think what was the the jump that they saw in Florida? I think Florida 4, saw over four thousand new cases. Just yo, I mean, we called it, man. We said and, and all and it's not just be you know because we're some fucking prophets or nothing. Nah, all the all the people, mm-hmm. the knowledgeable people who I'm parroting by saying that we said it, those knowledgeable people said this would happen because it it you know you're trying this herd immunity shit, but apparently it's not fucking working. And if you don't properly social distance and not only keep you know these stay at home orders until it's all gone, you're, you're gonna run into shit like this. And boom, they just broke record cases. After it, it, you know, after this entire thing started, you have more numbers now than before. That's not, a, a, you know, going back to square one. That's going way further. You're making the situation worse yeah. than when you started now. So exactly. it's not something you could try to, all right, you know what? We just got to push past it. Hey, if we get back, it's just going to eventually go. No, look at that. You got more cases while basically, you know, your numbers haven't changed before. It dropped maybe a little bit, but now it's skyrocketed to before. So you just already easily overwhelmed the healthcare system more than you've already overwhelmed it with mm-hmm. with uh, with quicker numbers with like a fat a shorter timetable because florida i think also broke their what their single day record in the weeks that it opened back up and look at that shit yeah no it's just it's just crazy yeah like i'm i'm just really trying to like just hope and just pray that you know the NBA will be able to continue because the NBA is planned to be held in Orlando or it's I, think, an I think it's Orlando. Yeah, Orlando. Yeah, Orlando. At, you know, did the Disney, uh, Walt show. Disney or whatever. Yeah, Disney. So it's just kind of like you know, like that shit is about to put a whole freeze on that. You know, I don't know if we're gonna get the answers to the end of the the NBA season. You know, like is LeBron gonna win the title or you know is my Clips gonna get the title? I don't know, man. Like it's just crazy, but like that. I don't know, man. This coronavirus situation in general is just so crazy. Yeah. But, you know, it's still here. Like, what is it? July? Just like we said, June? We're heading into July and it's still here. Yeah. But what, all right, what's going to be crazy is, right, if they go through and somebody wins it, how are you going to feel about that? How how are you going to feel about if it goes through and somebody wins the finals? How will you feel about that? 
Um, you know what? If nobody gets sick somehow, which is probably close to impossible, I, w- I won't feel any weird about it. Like, everybody's saying asterisk season. I do understand the notion of the asterisk season. I mean, to be honest, the only, like, playoff position that was changing might have been the eighth spot in the West. Like, yeah. I, I don't think there was going to be, like, a drastic change to the seating. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think, like, any random team was going to You know, there wasn't going to be no crazy things that happened. Yeah. Like, I, I can, like, feel good and be at peace with uh, NBA champion coming from this season. Um, I don't know. What about you? I think that, honestly, I don't know. I think... Also, too, like the biggest thing about the finals or the biggest thing about sports are the crowds. And it would just feel so weird seeing people celebrate in an empty gym and also like not having like people watching physically mm-hmm. to like, you know, it's it's almost, you know, you are the crowd, too. You're just at home. So having like seeing yeah. people generally be like, oh, shit, and react to those moments are just as cool. So like mm-hmm. you're missing like a really key element to the game, because basically, if mm-hmm. not, you're just watching practice you're just watching like a pickup game like yeah it's super Mm -hmm. organized but like without the crowd it just it's not you know it's basketball and this and it's not like the entire spectacle of the sport you know Mm -hmm. you're just watching like raw Hmm. basketball you're not watching a nba game nba the fans do matter because it's a a national league where people are excited for the shit so those people excited they don't matter as much as the players but they add a great deal of character to the experience so if you get mm-hmm. rid of that character, the experience differs. And at a stage where your biggest stage, not having that character might, you know, like I might walk away feeling like not necessarily asterisk, but just kind of be like, that was really weird. Like, we yeah, really it was just like that, a random. You know? it, that should look it's like one of those so two random. Like, I'm gonna, games. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like I'm going to forget about it. Because I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. they played in that empty gym. There, there's going to be, like, certain memorable plays, but it's just going to have a different feel because it's not like, oh, Jordan goes for the shot, hits the shot, crowd goes wild. It's going to be goes for the shot. The shot rings off in an empty ring, <laughs> in an empty arena. Yeah. No, that, that's actually a fact. Like, you're not lying about that. Like, there's going to be some level of definitely, oh, we for, we're going to forget this, like, season. Because, you know, the notion of just the quarantine, like historically, obviously, Corona, the quarantine is going to stand out. But sports wise, we're not going to probably be looking to, um, you know, the 2020 season to validate anybody's like place in history or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. it'll count. And it, it, it counts right now, though, just off of the fact that we don't have sports like that is going to be yeah. the thing. I think it's going to be very like we're going to get like very thirsty just to watch that. Like, you know, the viewership is going to be high. I actually thought you brought up a good point, the whole fan, point of the fans not being there. I think they should take a page from the NBA, uh, not NBA, NFL's book and mm-hmm. fucking um, maybe try to do virtual fans. Because, you know, they did the draft and then they had virtual fans, like, showing up, like, cheering. So I'm thinking, yo, like, maybe they can do, you know, I don't, I don't know how they would do a pre-selection because I don't know if you have to pay for the draft. I don't know how that worked. Mm-hmm. But if they can validate certain people, yeah. Then yes, you get to, you know, be broadcasted. Obviously, the you know, I, I think it's gonna take a lot of technical work and technical marveling, you know, not necessarily 
you know, I think from the the viewership end, but it's going to be more so obviously from the NBA end, you know, uh, setting a proper television delay so that, you know, you can properly screen all the video calls as they're coming in on live feed and then switch it off very, very fast. And, you know, I don't know how they do that stuff for live TV production, but, you know, the, the ability to just, you know, as you're panning cameras towards the fans or, you know, let's say if they're running back left and right and they have like a wall of monitors behind like, where the uh, or like where it would just be on a regular wall in one of the NBA arenas. I don't know what it's gonna be like over there, mm-hmm. but like if it looks like a practice gym, let's say, and they just have a bunch of TVs on the wall, that'd be pretty dope. Like just see the fans there, and you would hear the audio coming, like yeah. as if they were in the arena, like you know, cheering and then booing, and yeah, you know, I don't know for home teams, away teams, that would be a great way to at least try and encapsulate that feeling. It wouldn't be the same thing. Yeah. Um, the closest thing to fans would be the NBA players that get knocked off or that can attend. They're going to be in the stands probably going crazy. So I, I'm not going to lie. That's going to make me hype, too. Like, you know, when you see the All-Star game and then, like, let's say the Rising Star Challenge. I don't know if you get hype for that shit, but anytime at the Rising Star mm-hmm. Challenge where they used to have some of the rookies going off and then, like, you see yeah. the NBA players going crazy in the stands. I used to be going crazy in my crib. Like, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's how I am. Yeah, ball gets me hyped. So I know how I'm going to respond to seeing, like, my favorite hoopers on TV. You know, definitely for the casual fan, though, you're entirely right. Like, it, to glue them, especially during the NFL season, because once the NFL comes back, it's a wrap. Like, the viewership is going to shoot over there. So, yeah, you know, they definitely need to do what they need to do and, you know, definitely try and make it enjoyable for the people at home who's watching it. And it just can't be no lag, no choppiness. Yo, it got to be, like, 4K, SUHD, something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you got to make that shit, like, immersive. It got to be a good experience. And I think um, this should be a good opportunity for the NBA to possibly look at moving the season to December, to start the season in December so it finishes out in mm-hmm. the summer so that there is no gap in sports. Because I ain't watching no fucking baseball. But if, you know, the yeah, NBA, nah, some, you know, NBA season extends into, like, you know, the summer, like, we get the shit in August or some shit, nice and tropical be on the beach watch mm-hmm. the NBA game I'll fuck with that and then you know it doesn't compete with the NFL you moved it to yeah, the center exactly. you start it up boom and then you, like, you can make all-star break by Memorial Day or some shit yeah no, I, I, I agree oh, like I, I yeah. like the notion of a summer um, like of a summer fucking NBA season or like NBA concluding in the summer you're right because if that, and I think that is the goal like their goal is to restart the season in December yeah. And this is going to be the new, like, standard going forward. Like, they're not having the season. What they'll do is they'll give the players, like, I think it's, like, two months off. And then what they'll do is that they're going to re- re-up in December. And then they're going to play it until, uh, same thing, play it until, like, September, August. I think they're going to try and get it to September instead of, like, starting during football. They want it to, like, end right before football. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I like that idea. Uh, yeah, that, I, yeah, I think it would be fucking dope. Nah, that would be fucking dope. But, I mean, you know, I don't know, man. With all this Phase 2, New York just opened the Phase 2. So we got to see what, what that's going to be like. Just like you said, all the professional services, thing, uh, other things like barbershops open. I don't know what are, anything else that falls under that quote, category. I'm sorry. I don't either. But uh, it's literally just barbershops and professional services because I know professional services, niggas got to go back to work. Some of the, uh, most people. She's got it. Exactly. Yeah, most people so I think this is the part that's going to be wild because I want to see what the numbers look like after this. Because basically, this is probably going to be the biggest group 
this determines mm-hmm. how many people are going to and from work. The rest of them are kind of like you leisure, think actually? Because I think the rest of them are leisurely activities, you know? So like businesses related to that, mm-hmm. bars, restaurants. So that's going to affect, but also like depending on the workplaces, they're going to say, all right, come in, come in. You know, like everyone has to come in. You know, if they're not a company nah, you know that what? doesn't I- give a shit about micromanagement, then everyone's mm-hmm. going to, you know, then either some people stay home, but the the, the old style companies, everyone's going to have to come in again. And that's more people on mm-hmm. the train, you know, in rush hour. You're basically, mm-hmm. you're, go- you're going to put rush hour back on the map immediately. That shit is going to go crazy mm-hmm. for me. I think those numbers are going to go crazy. Yeah. No, I, I actually like the points you made. Like, I think if the companies pretty much, it depends on what the companies that are going to, like pretty much to be the test bunnies or the fucking test rats for this phase. Like, you know, if they play it conservatively, be safe, allow people that don't need to be in to stay home, then it's going to work out well. But if everybody gets back in, then it's going to be really bad. I don't actually think this is going to be the worst group, though. I don't know what phase three entails, but the worst group is going to be retail, actually. Mm. Anything retail services, shoppers, shopping malls. Like, I don't know when they're planning on reopening any of those stores, but that is going to be the worst thing because with that is going to return in-store shoppers and they're going to try and do, oh, well, you have to have a mask on this distance, online, outside if it's full in stores. And then, yo, literally within minutes, it's, it's going to be out of control. No, that wait, never it work. says this one is outdoor dining. Uh, no, this mm-hmm. is phase two. It says outdoor dining, in-store retail, hair salons, barbershops, playgrounds, and more. Oh, wow, you're right. So this is it. You're right. I and feel like this, this is going to be the one. Yo, yesterday when my dad dropped us off, when we went by the playground, yo, I was like, come on, y'all. Like, <laughs> yo, what are and y'all doing? A, the non-believers with no mask, though, too. No, nobody tight. had a fucking mask in there. Nobody had a mask. They were all doing the same shit like it was a regular summer day. Mm-hmm. I was it's like, crazy, bro. I'm telling you. Nuts, man. Bringing your kids, too. I, I don't get <laughs> Like, I don't I even know, man. It's... Uh, phase people two, are just face two. What is it? Oh, you re- you reading again in for yeah. the park? But um, Rest I mean, pretty long. much like like Slow. fucking. I I just I don't know. I hope it it doesn't end as bad as you know. Like again, you know, we're on complete lockdown, eight p.m. You know, because even today, like I know the barbershops are gonna be slammed. I got like a mountain of hair on my head right now, and I really really want to cut it. But, you know, I, I literally had to skip today. I think tomorrow I'm going to pass by my shop to see what it looks like. Yeah. Because, you know, I'll, to be entirely transparent, my barber, I know he's been cutting out his crib. I just haven't went there because I knew he was charging extra money because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to, you know, play it safe. I like my hair. I, I think I look all right with hair, so I don't even care. Hey, fucking. Fucking. Okay. Yeah, you know, I'm going I'm to try and go get that fade, though, get the waves up. Maybe tomorrow. If not, I Wait a week or two. I don't like. I don't need it. I don't need that stuff. And to me, to be around people is not. It's not really necessary right now. Like, and even if I am around people, yo, a mask is really simple. If everybody wanted to just wear masks, we could open up. I really do believe that. I think. I think if people was forced to wear masks, you made it state law that you could be prosecuted without a mask. Like, then yes, I think we could do this because at the end of the day, people are gonna get sick. Like, I really do think that is a truth. And I'm not yeah. saying that we need to open up because people are. Um, it has to be super. Like we need strict. to open up because of that. Like, yeah, you're right. Exactly. It just if you open up, it has to be incredibly fucking strict. Like this is what you mm-hmm. do. If you deviate from this shit, we we're not playing. Like you, we will throw mm-hmm. your ass in jail. Not that I'm trying to advocate, mm-hmm. you know, regular jail tossing, but you know, to that extent. Yeah. 
You have to make that shit yeah. criminal to, to outside. And, uh, and, you know, I know the fucking right wing people are like, yeah, look, this is martial law. This is fascism. No, it's to fucking safeguard you so you don't fucking die from this shit yeah. while still Protecting maintaining a, a semblance of normalcy throughout it. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Fuck them people. Yeah, man. nah. Fuck those people. Yeah. I, and I think, you know, that's just going to be our best shot overall. And, um, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm going to see what's up with July 4th. I mean, I know shit. June, it was Juneteenth over here. That's all I celebrated. Yeah. So July 4th, I mean, whatever I got in the fridge, that's it. Fuck I'm saying? I'm not going out. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going. Yeah, exactly. I'm not on that. Uh, I'm not on that goal and buying hot dogs and chicken and grilling and hella beer and soda, making hella money for the country that don't love me. So, yeah. you know, I, you know, I'm going to let that. Uh, but but oh, y'all niggas do that shit. Fuck that, yeah. <laughs> fuck all that. Oh uh, fucking. Uh, what what else though? What's new? Uh, what 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 else are we on? Oh yeah, uh, you seen the fucking man's man's cold? Oh um, like Jermaine. 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 Yeah. Jermaine. Why had to be him? Listen, so yeah, so if you, nah, if you know, you know what the fuck went on. I ain't gonna explain the fuck. Yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody knows what's going Um, on. Like, I personally love it's, I think one, the first thing I'm gonna say is I think people are still confusing cancel culture, and I say that with quotations, with critiquing. Seeing a lot of people, you know, basically, you know, cursing at this one person is not a sign of canceling them. And the only people who uh-huh. I say are canceling J. Cole are people saying like, oh, y'all trying to cancel J. Cole. In my honest opinion, I have not seen a single fucking soul saying I'm canceling J. Cole. People are critiquing uh-huh. him, yes, harshly, because they're saying, dude, you need to fucking do better. But not once have I seen anybody canceled. And again, uh-huh. to that, that's to say, again, when has quote unquote cancel culture really ever canceled somebody? Y'all tried to say y'all cancel Kevin Hart. Nope, he doing the brand new TV show. He went on Ellen to apologize. He basically gets to move on with his life. Who else you say y'all Man, got canceled? Worth 150. He chilling. Who who else yeah. did they say Ye. got canceled? Ye. And he Ye. made a billion. Come come on now. Ye didn't get quote unquote canceled. Just because people don't fuck with him does not mean to translate to canceled. You know who got canceled? Who officially really who deserved and had a bunch of shit to get canceled was fucking R. Kelly, who's still not even really canceled because there's a good amount of people out there that are still siding with him. So cancel uh-huh. culture, y'all saying people getting canceled and these people are flourishing. These people are fine. So and again, no one's saying cancel J. Cole. People are critiquing him and rightfully critiquing him. All right. You're on the on the, uh-huh. the heels of a black woman dying. Your first song to write your first statement is to be like, I don't like how you said that. You should educate me, but I don't like the tone in which you educated me. And now I damn Mm -hmm. sure know, right, if a white man or anybody white were to say that to anybody black, nobody would have any disagreements about why that's fucking wrong. Y'all would be like, are y'all fucking serious? Then you don't give a shit. And so you have Mm -hmm. women saying that to men and nobody, that nobody's making that connection. Knowing damn well if the tables turn and you were the person that was being told, watch your tone. Yo, if a, if a random motherfucker, walk, you know, if you told a dude, like, yo, excuse me, my lady's walking. And the nigga say to you, yo, watch your tone. You're going to be like, excuse me? <laughs> you would be fucking pissed. You'd be like, who the fuck are you? Ask me, watch your tone. I don't know you. So, you know, you're... <laughs> It's just crazy that, you yeah. know, there are examples out there in the real world, but nobody's applying it to this fucking situation. And, yeah. you know, nah. it, it's just crazy because it's 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 the optics. And, then, and again, that's how I feel about it. And it's 
it's the optics of it. Like you did all of this shit and you, you don't see how it looks. No one's, you know, discrediting you for the work that you're doing. But the first vocal presence that you give is a song, basically 85% saying you don't like how she said this to you, but you should edu- she should educate you. You didn't say anything else, but that was the one time that you were like, you know what? And it is, and the song matters in the sense that it's crazy that your first thought was to, I'm going to write, not even find her and contact her, right? Not go speak to no name and be like, excuse me, you know, I felt this way about it. No, you sat there, wrote lyrics, either went and found a beat or asked somebody to make you a beat, step into a studio, record the song, you know, presumably record it again and again and again so it sounds perfect get it mixed and mastered and then give it to the world. When, if you were concerned with her educating you, you could have just, you know, I'm sure you could have gotten her contact information. I'm so certain mm-hmm. of that. So him saying, you know, and that's just one side. So I'll, I'll let you continue. Cause I, I have something else, but I'm not going to try to say it all at once. You, you need to speak to. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I feel you on that. Like, I think, you know, and I think everything you've said was valid. Um, you know, because I guess, you know, I'm going to speak at least from my perspective, I, the way I saw it, um, absorbed it. You know, I see the tweet, you know, there's everybody tearing J. Cole a new one. So, I, you know, me, my first instinct is, oh, wow, like, yo, J. Cole, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know him to be problematic in any way. Like, to me, he does exactly what people want, and it's almost corny of him. So it's kind of like, you know, to see that was one, a shocker, threw me off. So, like, you know, when you, f- like, go ahead and, um, like, follow that shit up with... Like, listening to the song Snow on the Bluff. Listening to the song. I'm even looking at the lyrics right now. At first glance, I'll be honest, I think because of the fact of just the view I had of J. Cole, I wasn't listening to a lot of the lyrics or reading them, at least with with certain insight, I would say, or at least a certain perspective, like more of like a defensive tone. So it kind of, to me, came off as like, yo, wow, a lot of people are really outraged, but I don't think he said anything too wrong. But there's a lot wrong with what he said, like, when you do consider everything you just said. Like, you know, this dude is, like, you know, fresh off of uh, um, Salau's death. Uh, Miss Salau Toyin. Oluatoyin. Yes. Salau. That's how her name is pronounced right there. Ruth. That's her middle name. I got that right here. Oh, shit. (laughs) So, yeah. So she, uh, you know, like, uh, fresh off her death, you know, in, in one of the most horrific ways, too. Um, you know, obviously, you know, we're advocating right now, you know, this whole shit has been sparked, unfortunately, because of the death of George Floyd. But there's a, there is a strong push right now with women right now and the LGBT, LGBTQ um, community. I'll give them a shout out to to make sure that they're recognized, too, amongst Black Lives Matter, because I'll be honest, even me myself, like I'll, the only thing that triggers these Black Lives Matter rents has always been a black black man being killed. And. You know, I know I know to some people they're going to say, oh, OK, like, what does it matter? I mean, you know, it's it's like black. We're talking we're fighting for black lives. It doesn't have to be specifically for anybody. Like, why are we trying to make it specific? I mean, we made it specific. We made it specific by Rip George Floyd. We made it spe- specific by Rip Tamir Rice, you know, Rip, you know, uh, you know, the list goes on. And it, I, I hate to go down the list because it's crazy because I feel like I'm yeah. leaving out names. But at the same time, it's just like, yo, the fact that I can pronounce that many names in itself is disgustingly just scary in the world. So I don't even yeah. want to go down that list. Um, but, you know, for all the black lives, the rallying cries. Right. I really feel like it has been men. I, and I'll be entirely transparent. That's just me being honest. Um, you know, so that strong push right now for women, 
for um, the LGBTQ community to get um, noticed has been, you know, hashtag Rip Brianna Taylor. You know what I'm saying? They've been pushing that hard. I, I forget the name of the the lady that was killed. Um, for like, I think there, there was a bunch of ones. I, honestly, yeah. I feel like this week uh, it's so crazy. Yeah, a lot of you know, when I, yeah, I don't even I don't want to get too specific. So I'll, I guess I'll use Toya because she was the uh, like the the very big highlighted one. I guess I would say I don't even want to speak like Trump, but the bigly highlighted one, highlighted one of the week. Um, and you know, it, it just kind of really, really like came off as tone deaf. You know what I'm saying? J Cole didn't read the room. You know what I'm saying? And with all due respect, I do think what he intended to do is right because he literally did in the song say, okay, I understand we have a different, like, and this is just my interpretation. I, you know, he understands they have a difference in the, their approach, but he personalized it because he was offended by the way she came at him. And he thought that this is the way she needed to handle it more so than like, just like you said, yo, reaching out to her on the one-off, yo, educate me like he could have really went like i think the second not even the second half like yeah the second half of the song where he thinks of what she should be doing if if he came to her with that approach not that she should be doing this but look this is what i want to do because i feel like this is what we need to do as black leaders and push this over to x y and z you know you could have went something like that you know what i mean like you could have literally like tried to just avoid being the yo i'm hurt at what she said so i dropped the track in the midst of black lives matter like you know what i'm saying like it just kind of came off as extremely tone deaf. And I was shocked for J. Cole to do that. I was like, damn, like, you know, like at first I wasn't, I was definitely kind of like, man, I don't think he did anything wrong, but definitely, especially once No Name went ahead and, um, and the person he was beefing was No Name. I don't even think I got to hit that. I know you hit on that, but, um, you know, the fact that No Name, she dropped that response track. And I'm not going to lie, she handled it. It was one minute and she just was like, yo, fuck it. And she, like, she I, only, only said a few lines about him. Like, hey, look, trans being a, yeah. are being murdered. Trans women are being murdered. And this is the song yeah. that you give us. But she's like, I'm... Exactly. She, yeah, yeah, that's it. She, she literally spoke upon the, the highlights that we're talking about. Like, bro, amidst all of this shit, this is what she was thinking about doing. Like, really think about that. And if, if J. Cole, first off, J. Cole, if you took any longer than a single day, better yet, a few hours to write that, master it, and get all that shit done, then, yeah, shame on you, bro, because I'm not going to lie. That shouldn't have been something you was working on one day and then came back on a Sunday and then came back on Monday. And then Tuesday, okay, it's ready to go. You're mixing and mastering. And then Wednesday, you, you know, I don't know how he dropped it, but, bro, if you really was putting that time and effort into doing that, then I do understand the notion of, bro, you could have just did that time and effort to make a song to to honor black women. You know what we're fighting right now, fighting for right now in the midst of George Floyd. Um, look at what happened to Breonna Taylor. Yo, it's Rip Breonna Taylor right now. Women haven't been recognized. Oh, look at look at this lady out here. And I think she was in California, the, the, the trans lady that unfortunately yeah. was killed. And, um, you know, like, you could have been on Rip That because you know what that community is fighting for right now. They're not even... They, they just fighting to be recognized by anybody. And I, I feel terrible when that should be like, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit is just crazy because, you know, as a black person, I understand what it means to just not be viewed in a positive light at all times. See, it's just, and it's, it's you, the you simple can... fucking empathy. It, that's the, the, the most yeah. basic empathy. Hmm. In some way, I am oppressed. So I understand that these people feel that they are oppressed. And huh, okay, they're telling me that this is what I'm doing wrong. Okay, all right, I, I hear some of the same similarities as this is how I feel when white people do this to me as a black man. And people are just yep. not looking at that. Like, and it's so disheartening to see black men sit there and say and try to be like, nah, well, the black man's being attacked. You're not being attacked. You're being held accountable. 
Women are just literally yeah. saying, yo, y'all are hurting us. This is what you're doing. We're just asking y'all. And uh, men are basically just saying, nah. Why didn't you mm-hmm. do this? You have niggas on the internet telling women, why didn't you go to the cops? Because you got raped. In the midst of an entire... Imagine imagine a black man telling somebody... Oh my God, a police brutality protest. In the middle of all this, cops are literally killing black people for no reason at all. And you're going to tell a black woman, why did you not go to the cops for rape? This is crazy. You're not a, you're not even literally thinking of basic empathy and the same talking points. When you hear what women are saying and when you hear what members of the LGBTQ community are saying, they are literally saying the same talking points that why we do not like to hear from white people. The same thing. You're, you know, you're you're just blatantly ignoring, you're saying slurs that you should not be using regardless of whatever your intention is. You are uh, um you know, being dismissive of how we're feeling, you know, a, n- a number of things, you know, you're working in systems to still oppress us. And that's exactly what's going on. Like you were always, and you know, the fact that you're turning around and saying nah, and you're trying to argue with a woman or argue with a gay person, argue with a trans person about, nah, that's not what I did uh, is offensive. That's a white person saying, nah, me doing this Hitler salute. Nah, there's no way that's offensive. You're just taking it wrong, buddy. My boy was telling me, or he put it on Twitter about how this person put up a picture of them in blackface in a chat that they had. And he's explaining to the dude, you realize it's offensive, right? And the the white man is telling the black man, it's just paint on my face. Get over it. So imagine that. Imagine, imagine that. having that mentality. It's just paint on my face. Get over it. And that's the equivalent of men doing these rape jokes or trying to say like, oh, you know, I'm going to take her back. And when she's sleeping, I'm going to slide in. You don't see how those jokes are the same caliber as that kind of shit. Because you're making a joke that's offensive to another oppressed group. And you have to realize that that's, you know, that you are in an oppressive group. That's not to say, you know, that you aren't black and you're facing racism, but you're not facing sexism. There's That's a thing. You know, there's mm-hmm. intersectionality. You can yeah. have nuance. It's not black and white. There are levels to the shit. It's very, it's, it's simple. It's people are trying to overcomplicate what we need to unify. Yes. Just because women and gay people and trans people are saying, listen, this is how you're affecting us does not mean they're going to disappear from the front lines when it's time to fight for black unity. And it's been black women on the forefront for fucking years. It's been black women out there doing the work. It's been the black woman trying to hold it down while the fucking white people are throwing us in jail, throwing men in jail. They're trying to hold the shit mm-hmm. down. So they're asking now for our help because we're doing shit that's been harmful to them and we can't afford them the same privilege. We can't say, you know what? We got to work to undo this. When that's what we're asking of white people. And I'm not to say that, you know, we don't all deserve justice, but you can help pull up people as you're doing it. Like, you know what? All right, we're fighting for Black Lives Matter. And then when I'm, I'm at home with my wife or when I'm talking to the women, I'm going to fight for women's rights. You can fight mm. things on multiple fronts. You know, you can put your energy into more than one thing. Yeah. And it's nah, not, that's a fact. Like, and especially, it's still black people. There are still black people. So it's not deterring. They're still all black. They're just saying, hey, why are you saying the black lives matter? We felt as though you didn't include us in that. You know, we felt as though maybe we weren't as represented. And they're just asking for better representation along with better treatment. I don't know, man. It, it all seems so simple to me. But... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's, it's just, it's yeah. crazy. Like, you know, and it does hurt. You're right. Like, to see black guys say it, like, real, realistically, to see black men really fuck around and, and just be ignorant to that shit, it, it is hard. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like, and 
I'm not talking about anybody particularly here, but you know, as a black guy, if you find yourself like on the other side of the conversation we're having, like you really do need to sit back and just be like, yo, look, first off, am I acting mature enough for my age? Because you're probably acting extremely immature. You're acting like an idiot. It's just, I don't know. I'm going to just call it what it is. Like you, you just, you're acting like an idiot. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no way in any shape or form that you think, you know, black women, even like if you want to get specific, black women specifically have been recognized in any way, shape, or form during this Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter movement. Yes, we had Sandra Bland, but Sandra Bland, just like Breonna Taylor, was a hashtag, I think, for like a week, bro. Like, it, it, they don't stick around. They don't like, stick we're around. Still about, we're still, yeah, we're still about talking Martin, about... We're still talking about Trayvon Martin. Yeah. yeah like, Most of the male names crazy. are sticking, and it's, that's not to take away from them. But women are just asking, hey, sure. throw the names of the women that have passed away. That's it because listen, you know how many black men could you think of that have you know become a, a national headline? And think of how many black women mm-hmm. names you could think of that have become a national headline. And I guarantee you, you're gonna know more black men names than black women. And that's what black women are trying to call attention to. Listen, we need the spotlight as well. We need to be in the forefront and say, listen, our lives are dying too. It's not just the men. It's black women, black anything, black non-binary, black transgender. It doesn't matter. They're asking to be given the same due as the black men that have been dying. And obviously the same rights that they're asking for that black men are asking for. And they're asking for black men, us, to have their backs and to understand what we've done to wrong them. And to work as a community to fix them, which are the exact same things. Like I said, we're asking of white people, listen, can you stop being racist? Can you can we dismantle these systems of oppression? You know, all these fucking mm-hmm. kitchen jokes. When I see that uh, the WNBA tweet some shit. Come on, man. Like y'all are fucking babies for that shit. All oh, the women playing basketball oh, back to the kitchen. That doesn't look like the kitchen to me. Give it up. Like, mm-hmm. come on. If you still make it these jokes, like tired of that. Tired of this shit. Like I'm tired of that shit. I'm tired of seeing that, bro. In the WNBA, bro, if I see a WNBA shit and I see that shit, I just want to block every fucking person in that thread. I'm not even joking. Like, I'm tired of seeing that. I'm tired of the trolling. Like, I'm tired of that shit, bro. Like, it's just so corny. Like, yo, yo, women are amazing, bro. Like, and that's not even some sip shit. Like, yo, women are amazing. Man, like, that period. Shit, that's they're just shit. Be- yo, they to me, they're a the better gender. Let's just be real. I'm not even gonna like. We're not even gonna have that conversation. I'm but not gonna to have me, that. in my opinion, they they are straight up the better gender. Like they are smarter. They look better. They they do everything better. Like to me, than us. Listen, like anything. Women. If, if you could teach are, it to them physically, they can do it. All like the it's crazy. Setbacks that women have had have done so much great shit. I mean, think about the fact that mm-hmm. you know, like women were only told to be in the house. Women were only told to do this generally mm-hmm. like just the sheer fact of like you know the the emotional capacity that women have to have because women are taught in this society to not only bear their own emotional weight but to find mm-hmm. their partner and basically bear the man's emotional weight or bear their partner's emotional yeah. weight as well mm-hmm. it's supposed to fucking 100 percent of the time that's what they're doing baby the man basically and you know like imagine the amount of times you've heard like as a kid or like seen in shows and like the little passing jokes but those are rooted in real truth of like you know, you see a boy get angry, punch the wall, and the mom's just like, ah, oh, that's just Timmy. Like, what? You're you're giving mm-hmm. a, a dude a free pass to not properly express his anger? Like, punching some shit is not healthy. But basically, this woman mm-hmm. has to be okay with it because she's supposed to nurture and, you know, do more. Like, why are women taught to be nurturing? You know, like, now women are mm-hmm. doing so much and basically taking care of not only themselves, but another fucking human being. Like, 
we need to take care of ourselves. Like men have, and because of that, like men have been stunted emotional growth. Like all that, oh, I'm hard shit. I don't show no emotion. You're only hurting yourself doing that dumb shit. Like, what yeah, are you nah, doing? Really I don't feel no emotion. I'm so cool. You're, you look mm-hmm. like a fucking idiot because you can't properly express yourself now. Now you're emotionally constipated. You don't know how to express yourself for shit because you don't want to express yeah. yourself. Because you whatever, most of the time it's usually you got hurt at, you know, whatever age by some girl. And now you want to fucking act like women are the worst thing on earth. And that you have no mm-hmm. self-introspection to probably look at, hmm, maybe there was something I did. I don't know. I'm yeah, just, nah. I'm tired guys, guys are men. Yeah, I'm tired of that shit. Men are just fucked up, bro. It, it is. It is really a. And so you can imagine it, women it dealing really with problem, that, yeah. watching a black woman die the day before, dealing with that. And these women, some of these women are J Cole fans, watching somebody that you might idolize or stand. Not to say that you should stand anybody, but go out and drop the song. Let discourse happen, basically for two, three days. Come back on and say. Not only say, hey, um, I stand by everything I said, and I I don't read, but I'd be thinking. I don't be reading, but I'd be thinking. Basically saying, <laughs> I didn't look at any of the shit you said, but I'm going to stand by it anyways. I didn't, after that happened, asking for her to educate me, I then did not go educate myself on this and came up here and said that yeah. shit. Because that's exactly shit, what you put did. that all in perspective. Yeah, that's crazy. Because that, that is what he did, basically. What? That like is what he did, basically. Idiot. You look like an idiot. He basically you are an idiot. You basically came I'm through. an idiot. He literally came through, bro. He was like, hey, yo, fuck all of what she said. Oh, fuck what y'all talking about. I stand by what I said. I fuck with her, though. He's, <laughs> like, he literally said that in the like most J. Cole way he could have said it. So it looked like, okay, J. Cole, we stay in you. Yeah, J. Cole. You said, but he nah, said he nothing. He literally said fuck boy shit. He said nothing. Yeah, he, he said didn't. fuck boy shit. He, yeah, he basically said, I, I don't really agree, whatever. But I guess she cool. Yeah. And like completely she ignoring cool, the Yeah, like he literally and like, said And that. you see why I laugh when people are like, J. Cole's so intellectual. Like his bars are so crazy. This motherfucker just admitted <laughs> he don't read. He don't be reading. <laughs> I do be thinking. You're thinking without reading. And that's not to say, you know, some elitist should go read a book. Read anything. An article. Fucking this information mm-hmm. is being freely distributed amongst Twitter, Instagram. Go ask a friend. Be, I'm sure you got some mm-hmm. black women in your life. You could ask a black woman. Listen, this woman said this to me. Huh, I don't really agree, but maybe I'm missing something, right? Like, you know, help me understand. And have them yeah. help you. But you did none of that. Yeah. Came on the internet, freely admitted, I don't fucking read nothing. I don't like to learn new information is how I took it. Because if the motherfucker was an ounce of what, you know, his fans believe him to me, then he would wouldn't he would have came back on here. But like, you know what? I did some reading. I apologize for what she said. You know, like I, I agree with the unity of education and educating our people, but I should not have policed her tone. I apologize. But instead, this woman has the, had to have the audacity to basically, you know, drop a song, be nice about it, focus their attention, then say, you know what? I really want to put the onus on the things that matter. Delete the song, say, you know what? I'm sorry I even responded. Have to be the bigger person and say, you know what? This is what I care about. I care about the issues. And said, that's what I'm going to do. You know what? I got responded. Maybe I was a little heated when I did it, even though I think she didn't really have a diss. She brought attention to the issues and basically said, listen, dude, you know, this is what's going on. And this is all that you said. And now you know, have to apologize for basically putting the motherfucker yeah. in his place. That's crazy. He she did, she, she did that free. shit mad smooth. She really, she really, she really said, bro, 
Like, yo, I respect your song, but this is what's going on, bro. All right, and I'm out. Like, like I'm out. What the fuck? Like, like, in a minute. Like, in yo, your song minute. is cool and all, bro, but this is what's really going on, dog. I'm out. Like, yo, oh my God. She, yeah, I, yo, that shit is crazy. It, it really, really is. The, the situation. And it is wasn't just, even, and see, these people, know. you know, the J. Cole fans are saying, like, oh, you know, people are attacking, like, oh, did you forget he went to a protest? How is he this, that, and the third? When she herself didn't even mention that shit in the song she simply was just like listen there's all this shit going on and you know regardless of what i said and how you felt about it you went and made a song about me and not any of the other shit not saying that he don't do shit but this is what you take away from it you just went and wrote this you know like that's and you see that shit happen and to me that's not i'm not saying he's a bad person but that's just not a good indicator that you decided, you know what? Like, you did not have the foresight to to think about should I do this. You were just like, nah, I'm tight. I gotta write this this bitch a, a fucking song. You could have. Yeah, I would have been no. fine. I would have been fine if he decided to take the snooty route and been like, you don't know what I do. He could have said that. He'd be like, actually, you don't know what I do. You know, like I, I do this, that, and a third. If he decided to brag about all the accomplishments he does and how he helps the black community, he could have did that. If he wanted to be, but mm. instead he said, you hurt me. I didn't like how you said it. There, you know, there's, yeah, there's a no. thousand other ways. So that's why it's just like, what? This is this is how you do this? That's crazy. To me, it's just crazy. Like, that's the one way that you thought. You sorted it out through all the different ways you could handle it. And be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this way. Yeah. No, so. it, it really is. And it's just like, you know. The the guys like you know you you find and then like the the defense like you're right like the fans or even like not even the fans but the people that you don't even understand you're just like I I like what you did when you said sometimes you gotta take your situation pull back because this is how I am typically ninety percent of the time except for when I do fall into patriarchy I'll be entirely honest I'm being transparent it's all about falling into that trap we it, we're all yeah. we, we operate in those systems so we're taught that's the default we it, it's yeah. about the unlearning is about not that you don't experience it but that you okay oh shit whoa I almost did something that's not okay you know or said something that was not okay because this is how I was taught and I'm unlearning this shit nobody's saying you don't slip up but we're asking for the motherfucker but you know what I did slip up. He didn't even admit that. He didn't say he don't believe yeah. he slipped up at all. Yeah, no, nah, he don't. He don't. I don't think he think he slipped up. He probably is just like, yo, you know, we just had a disagreement. Like he's probably like Jay Cole is probably that type of guy. Like he probably thinks like, nah, you know, we would just we had a disagreement on how we should go across things. But nah, you were caught. You were wrong, bro. You were wrong, and she, and that's she okay. Put you in place. And that's all. Like that's could have just been like, you know what? I fucked up. I, I didn't even think about mm-hmm. it like that. You know what? I, I understand what she's talking about. Or somebody explain it to me. And I get to, it now. And to be honest, bro, he put the shoe on where it didn't fit, bro, because I'm pretty sure it's a Kendrick more so than she's talking Could about. Could be Kendrick, Cole, yeah, because Jay Kendrick Cole. ain't done shit either. He hasn't said anything. Yeah. And again, he didn't... And, he, and he did the untitled album about Black Flight, pretty yeah. much. Like, and again, that's I don't know if J. Cole is really a Black Flight guy. Like, right, and she and so people are applying it, and he applied it to himself when it could mean him, it could mean a thousand other people. There's a ton of guys with yeah. Black Flight. She could have meant fucking Taleb Kweli. I mean, I don't. He's not celeb quality, exactly. I yeah, don't know. Boy. She could have talked about whoever, anybody that talks about the black plight in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And yeah, those are the most two most noticeable names. But again, it could also yeah. apply to Kendrick. Kendrick didn't respond. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the, the tweet because I have it in front of me. Yeah, yeah, nah, that is true. It's That's it's true. it's really nah. not as directed as people make it seem. 
It's yeah, she just open. tweeted some shit. Like she was, a, she was in her feelings. Like she, she, she wasn't in her feelings. She was speaking facts. So she was like, "Yo, look." She didn't want to make it too generic, or like too, too specific. So she was just like, "Yo, all y'all niggas, like not even maybe specifically them benefiting off of black plight, but look at the end of the day, our top artists benefit off of black support. Period. Like, yo, and then when y'all talking about shit, whether or not it's a whole track or a whole song or something, you might spit." Shit that relates to the black plight. So, like, you know, I think she really was directing that tweet more in that direction. Like, yo, in general, yo, mad at y'all niggas up top, and none of y'all saying nothing about nothing that's, right that's now. Exactly. Like, J- that's yeah, exactly. That's exactly. And J. Cole just took up, he just picked up the shoe and put it on for whatever reason and and, and fucking put out a song to it. And put Not out even a, a tweet or like, or at least a DM or maybe, you know, just reach out to him, get in contact with their manager. It just seems you know, so like, crazy. And that's why people are so thrown off. And that's why people are pissed. And again, nobody's canceling him. They're critiquing the shit out of him, rightfully so. But they're saying, dude, you know, you're this guy that's, you know, says he thinks about shit and he regrets stuff. And so it sounds like you're self-aware. You're working through your problems. Here's a time mm-hmm. where you can work through your problem. And you didn't do it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you had your reputation for yourself. And now this is something that kind of tarnishes it. And, you know, it's not like a fucking massive blotch thing, but it's a, you know, this, this fucking dude didn't, you know, now, you know, like, right, this motherfucker really don't be listening yeah. to people, huh? Like that, that's kind of so crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, it's so crazy how days like past, like can just affect your mentality. Cause I'm reading now I'm reading, uh, uh, I don't know, this one of these articles, but they got the chance tweet here. It says yet another alpha mass and patriarchy and gaslighting as constructive criticism. And I'm dead ass on that mentality right now. Cause I'm like, wow, like, you know, typically men's first response to a situation, if it's not okay, like, all right, this is how it should be done. It's it's for some reason they feel necessarily to offer their interpretation of a situation rather than just understanding right. what was said and just like, That's internalizing. What women say when they say mansplaining, how are you going to explain the situation that we're telling you? Not only that, right? Yeah. Think about how many times in your life because I'm working to unlearn this or I, I, I'm doing a much better job now. But how many times have you said, yo, your girl has said to you like, yo, why'd you say that? Oh, I didn't like how you mm-hmm. said that. And your thing was, well... I didn't mean it that way or sorry you took it that way. That's gaslighting. Sorry you took it that way. Yeah. You know what's easier for you to do? You yeah. know what? I apologize. I didn't mean it that way, but I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry that that yeah. happened. You know what? I will do better of maybe watching how I say things. You're gaslighting. Yo, that just woman. happened the other day. I, that just happened to uh, Shorty the other day. She was really just trying to fucking like show me a song that we, we were watching the Alicia Keys and um, John Legend live and they like they played a song and I was... I was like, yo, I think this is John Legend song. She was like, oh no, this is like this song. And I'm like, yo, I never heard this song in my life. So she's trying to play it. Like, and I'm not gonna lie, like to me, I just kind of turned around and I was like, yo, I never heard this song. And she just like looked at me with the colors and she was like, yo, okay. And I was like, yo, what are you mad? And she was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm upset. She was like, yo, yeah. you didn't need to like shut me down like that. And you know, I didn't I literally didn't feel like I said it that way. I thought I just said it in a very generic tone, but like. Look, she was upset, bro. Just apologize. Is that simple, bro? Instead and, of you trying to tell her what you meant, like, what the fuck? And, and think about not only that, think about how much energy you're saving. What, what, what's the point of you defending what you did? Why didn't mean it that? Is that really the hill that you're going to die on? Yeah. Well, and if you didn't mean, mean it that, it that way. way, like, you can, you're better off apologizing and allowing them to the understand the only way, way you you're defending it, like, the stance is if you did mean it that way and you're trying to, I don't know, yeah. avert that. But if you didn't, then just be like, yeah. you know what? I'm sorry then. I'm sorry. I'm sorry is not the, the end all of answers, but it's a fucking start if you weren't doing the shit before. 
just fucking try and I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, like you're you're yeah. You're, the, the apology, yo, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend that you. That shit is like, not even emotionally. Not it's not even emotionally beneficial for you to not apologize. Like it's not. It does yeah. nothing for you. Now you're just more upset. Now you're like, man, fuck that. Then you're gonna start resenting yeah. her. Fuck, like, now I'm not talking. That. Yeah, now I'm not talking. Nah, see that she always shows me. I'm not like, watching this live no more. I can't say shit in this house. <laughs> I can you know, I can't say shit. She always take it the wrong way. You know, you can Yo. just, come on, you can just easily think about, huh, maybe I am saying it the wrong way. That's gaslighting. If, yeah. if, if you're hearing that shit and you know as a man you've said that, that's been taught to you. You know, all this, yo, women are crazy <laughs> shit. Nah, she'll, she be bugging. Nah, you're saying some bugging shit and she's bugging out because you're walling. But yeah. you're thinking you're good and that's exactly what's going on with J. Cole. He's thinking he's good saying the shit, watch all the shit going on and be like, nah, Nah, we just not agreeing, yo. You're literally not even listening. <laughs> you just basically said you're not, you didn't listen. You didn't read the shit. You did no sort of self-determining of, hmm, maybe I could be wrong. That's what it comes down to. You know what? I could be wrong. But if you're the type of motherfucker to always think you're right, and patriarchy basically has always taught us that men are always right, or at least tries to, you walking around thinking you are always right. So when somebody tells yeah. you you're wrong, that's why you get defensive. Because you're like, no way. I'm right. There's no possible way I could be wrong. When you start to realize, you know what? I could be wrong. You realize, huh, I was wrong. Okay, I will do better <laughs> next <Crazy>. time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I just don't know how many more fucking times I could say it. How many other ways I can basically give you the path to the point. And if you don't want to mm -hmm. get it at this point, no, I agree. then you do you. All right? Go ahead. Continue hating women. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Like nah, you're, honestly, you're wasting your time. Yeah, go ahead and continue. You're, you're, you're your gonna time. live an unfulfilled life doing that by hating women. You're gonna be fucking Damn, you know, I, I don't wanna, long. Yeah, I don't want to say Jake. You know, and I, you know, obviously to just clear up that we, we're not saying J Cole hates women, but like just for the general masses, for you guys, yeah, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I know we were stemming off of that J. Cole topic. Yeah. I don't think anybody's gonna put that two and two I don't together. Think, yeah, but, but I don't think nobody's you know. saying that. And again, you can be. Yeah, and, and that should yeah, exactly. You said that. Like, we're not canceling him. We're not telling him this, but we're telling him he was wrong, and and we're just addressing it. That's it. right. That's we're saying you are having a you're doing something that's misogynist. That's misogynist. That's it. And it's misogynoir. Yeah. It's a misogyny against black women. That's what people are saying. Hey, <laughs> listen, what you did is misogynist. And if mm -hmm. you're going, if your your first thing is to then be like, I'm not a misogynist. That's the same exact thing. If it's this a white dude goes up and be and you know looks at a group of black people like look at all those monkeys and then somebody's like hey guy that was racist and says but I'm not racist that's not racist what are you talking yeah. about you'd be pissed as shit at that the the situations are the same because it's the same thing it's oppression versus people who are oppressed just one other layer it's yeah. men and women you know come on yeah but, nah, pretty much that's it i, I can't somebody just say racist yeah nah, i feel you i, I feel you now nah, definitely, definitely that that you know damn it's so tired yeah. and if i'm tired, then, tired. Uh, that's why women are fucking Shit. furious online they're beyond tired so just yeah, exactly just listen, just just listen to what they're saying just listen or, and that's, that's it just start with listening can you do that really listen Mm. What else? Listen, what else? learn to just internalize this shit and just chill out. Yeah, yeah like that's, out. It. that's what you gotta do. Take a second, yeah. breathe, think. What else? What <laughs> else we got? I don't even know. Um, I don't think we have too much other crazy thing on the docket. We have my bullshit. Uh, 
Pusha T was spotted posing with the uh, the police times, officers. Man. Dark times. It's dark times. That was rough. And then the TL is trying to compare it to Blackface Drake, talking about Drake caught another W. What is with Drake fans? I don't know. It's dark times right now. Blackface versus bootlicking. That's that's tough. Yeah. Tough. Oh, man. Like, yo, my son Pusha. Because it came out of nowhere. And I was just like, what? What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, you was like, you were just like, oh no, push it. I was like, oh no, nah, I said the same shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, no, no. And then the blackface shit is crazy <laughs> no, too because you're like, huh? Because Excuse I mean, me? what, wait, how did you draw that parallel? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, but I, when I saw the when I saw Drake doing the blackface though, I was just like, whoa, son. I, yeah, I was just like, because was... it took me a second. I was like, wait, huh? And I was like, oh my god. I was just like, yeah. this is crazy. Oh, so this is, I to me, it just, like, me seeing that photo verified everything personality-wise about Drake about that I think Drake. I ever need to find out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know the exact type of person he is. Like, I don't need anything else, like, to know who he is. I just saw it, and I was like, yo, this is the biggest L he'll ever take. Immediately, I was just like, yo, yeah. this is it. This is the L. Like, this is the L that would be yeah. marked. Between this and the sun, this is the stamped L. Like on this permanent yeah. record, like it was Shit. cool. I was just like, "Wow, son!" Like I, I was just so yeah. surprised. I'm like, "Yo, I never thought this would happen to him." Yeah, now push, like he, push, definitely. He needs to wear that like a badge of honor. Yeah. If anything, he's the only person that has legitimately given Drake a true true L in his career. Period. Yeah, that's a fucking like, massive it's L. Not even a question. Off of that shit yeah, alone, and then I'll... proceeded to be like, "You have a son hiding," but yeah. What yeah, else? Exactly. Uh, yeah, you said, like, okay, you said, apparently, um, I said, fuck Drake. Well, not me, but Swiss Beats said, <laughs> fuck Drake. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, then the Swiss Beats, because he was on a live with Busta Rhymes, and I, I don't even know what they were talking about. I think there's a Drake and Busta track over a Jay Dilla beat that leaked. I got to look it up and actually what? listen to it. But, um, that, yeah, no, nah, I got to, yeah, bro. Drake over Dilla? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah oh. Drake over Dilla, bro. I've always wanted that. Like, that's the craziest shit. So, it's like, I got to, um... I got to fucking, like, go listen to the track at least before I give at least my opinion on that. But um, I don't know. Swiss Beats was definitely in his feelings. And he was like, yo, fuck Drake. I don't know what it was, but, like, you know, they was talking in code kind of. But, you know, Swiss was definitely on one. And he was just like, yo, look, like, and I think it was about that track. I don't even know how it leaked. I wonder if Drake leaked it. Maybe that's what probably got him in his feelings. I don't know what it is. But he ended up saying, fuck Drake. And I think it's, I, I, I would have to imagine that. It's because maybe Drake didn't want it out or and then to fuck around and leak it. And I don't know. I know Drake be moving mad funny. Like, and you know, to the OGs or anybody who's been in the game, like, they're probably like, yo, man, this nigga, like, they can't stand Drake. I know none of them can stand Drake, but they gotta work with him because he's literally the biggest artist. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> that was wild. Crazy though. Nah, yeah, it, it, it's entirely wild. Let's see if I could pull it up actually here real quick. Busta. Rhymes and Drizzy. Let's see, we got this. Uh, I don't even know what he said. Yeah, he said, uh... oh, okay, yeah. He said, my whole energy was based on something that got leaked that you couldn't put out no matter what the circumstances is. Okay, so I I, I guess Swiss might maybe didn't want it out there, and mm -hmm. he leaked it. Oh. Yeah, it's Stay Down. That's the name of the track. We won't fucking bump that after this shit. But uh, yeah, man, that's crazy, yo. Wow, that, that oh, Okay, is yeah, wild. yeah. Swiss wasn't with it. Okay, so yeah, maybe it just wasn't supposed to come out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
I don't know, but that's it. That is the end of uh, Twim's docket. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's it for us then. We definitely, yeah, hour 26, a little, a little meatier than usual. So definitely got mm-hmm. into it this time. Like. But uh, yeah, same, same. So thank y'all for listening. You know, we hope you enjoy the conversations. If you resonate with us or if, you know, you have a differing opinion, you know, as long as it's not disrespectful, feel me? Then, you know, thank you for listening. Um, we will see y'all in the next one. Mm-hmm. I hope everybody's safe because the shit is reopening. Like we said earlier, you know, keep wearing the mask. Just because you see other motherfuckers yeah. not wearing masks does not mean you should stop wearing a mask. All right. Like, don't 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 be like everybody else. Please wear a mask until <laughs> please until this shit is gone. This shit is gone, gone. If that means you got to wear this shit to remember, just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. you'll, you never know. I'd rather be super fucking safe than get the shit and possibly die. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but yeah. like don't be outside wilding without that mask, man. Because trust me, man, the, these are the games we play, man. We, we'll end up real sick, man. You're gonna end up on that deathbed. Games we play. we play. Fuck that shit. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in.